Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown and welcome to the Cy Brown Morning Show. We have a great show planned for you today. Today we are talking to my buddy, Mr. Carl Foster, about juicing, about being organic, about being organic. <laughs> you got to love a live show <laughs> about eating organically. Um, we're also going to be talking about his business, Juice Hugger, which is based out in Brooklyn. He is he's awesome. He's a hip hop he's a hip hop guy like I'm a hip hop girl, so we come from the same space, the same generation, we have the same vibe. So when we met, um I was just like, yo, we have to do something together and when we first met I was uh fatter, not fat, but fatter, not as healthy as I would like to be and I'm still not where I want to be. Um, but I definitely want to implement him, his products, his brand into into my fitness journey. And so his schedule was open. We had a slot available. We were like, you know what, let's make this happen and share with my listeners more information about this process, about how they can feel better, have more energy, be more lively, have better skin. So I'm really super-duper excited. And, and for the record, the products, are delicious. So without any further delay, I'm going to bring my buddy Carl in. Hey, how are you today? Thanks for joining me here on the Cybrown Morning Show. I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Are you kidding? This is. I'm happy that your schedule uh, was able to fit me in because I reached out to you. You were like, Cy, we are in production. I'm like, I know. We won't be long. <laughs> well, yeah, I want to get right here. into it. Well, we like busy, especially for um, for entrepreneurs. We like busy. Um, before we before I jump right into you know my questions and just the actual product and your business and being in Brooklyn, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what Juice Hugger is, and then we're going to dive right into um, just how your products help people because it's it. It's such a blessing to have you to to be able to share and get firsthand information on this. So so thanks so much for sharing. Yeah, I mean my my personal story uh, is basically how everything started. I, I was an auditor in California. I was driving a lot, and I gained a ton of weight just because uh, I basically traveled and, and didn't move around a lot. I just basically was on the laptop and you know uh, behind the wheel of a car. And I gained. I was probably about two eighteen. So to date, I've probably lost about close to 60 pounds. And um, uh, from that, I I did that by juicing and changing my diet, eating more legumes and salads and, you know, blending different juices for myself. And friends started to see the results in me and wanted to know how I was doing it, asked me to do it for them. And, you know, kind of a a product uh, was born. My partner, Kelly Kilo, uh, implored me to come to New York and try to make a go of it as a company. And together we've been... uh, going for almost two years now, and it's been, you know, really exciting. Um, so that's, that's kind of the, that's the nutshell of, of, how the, of how how it started. Well, I remember when we first met, you didn't even have the space yet. We were, it was still kind of being flushed out. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say I knew you before you, I knew you when. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were renting space for a while. 
I remember. I, I want to get into just the business part of, um, you know, just being an entrepreneur, but I want to talk about your fitness journey a little bit, if I may. You know, you sure. real, where was your mind? And this is, you know, it's all about the mindset. Where was your mind when you knew something is not right, I need to change? What was that catalyst for you? Uh, it was my birthday, um, January 27th, 2009. I was uh, standing in the mirror, and uh, I, I just got out of the shower. I was getting ready to go out to, for dinner for my birthday, and I just looked at myself, and I didn't recognize myself anymore. You know, I, I didn't, my body didn't look the way I was used to seeing it. And, you know, you want to kind of suck it in. You wear a little, you know, make your shirts a little bit bigger, make your jeans a little bit bigger, but... You know, when you get out of the shower and you look, that's the raw truth right there. And I, I, I said, okay, <laughs> enough is enough. I wanna, you know, I wanna be able to, to, to feel good and 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 look the way that I expect myself to look when I look in the mirror. And that was kind of like the day. That that day was the day. I took a picture of myself. I actually posted them, you know, on our website and and on Facebook, uh, front and side profile. And I didn't show anyone the pictures. I kept the camera and I would look at the pictures every single day. And I said, okay, today. I'm not going to do anything to contribute to this. And then the next day I would say, okay, today I'm not going to do anything to contribute to this, what I see right here, because I'm, I'm, I'm not satisfied with what I see. So every day I looked at it and said, I'm not going to do anything to contribute to that. I'm going to do something to try and reverse it. And three weeks later, you know, I was down about 30, 35 pounds. Well, actually, not three weeks, what? about a month. About a month, a month and some change. I was down about 30 pounds just from cutting out the excess sugar. I was a Sprite fanatic. I love a can of Sprite. And don't give it to me in a bottle. I need the can, crisp and cold with the burn and the and the burp. You know, it's like an AA meeting for me. You know, it's like we start reminiscing about the demand I used to have two, three cans a day. You know, um, but it, it was, it, I was really passionate. Did you say the cold can and the burp? Yes, the cold can, the burp, just the crispness of that, that, that was like the addicting factor to me. And, uh, it, you know, and then I learned that it's 36 grams of sugar in each can, and an adult is only wow. supposed to consume about 60 grams of sugar for the whole day, and that includes complex carbs like rice and potatoes and stuff like that. So, wow. you know, I was, I was way overboard just with my beverages because I was having about two, three cans a day. And that wasn't, that's not including wow. my food and any snacks in between and any other beverages I may have had. So I was way over the top, and that's where all the, the weight was coming from, the sugar and the carbs. And once I got those under control, you know, I was able to, uh, the, the weight just starts to fly away. You shrink away, and people want to know, well, what the heck are you doing? But just sugar alone, if you gave that up for three days, you'd, you'd, you'd feel the withdrawal. You'd get upset, you'd get cranky, you want it really bad, um, because it is a drug. And I think that that was the beginning. I have a nutritionist. I had to. You know, I tried to do it on my own, but I had to seek professional help, basically. And the first four days of my meal plan was no sugar, no caffeine. And I thought she had lost her mind. I'm like, you can't be serious. Like, are you serious? And and, And people don't understand. It goes beyond... Um, a chocolate chip cookie or a piece of candy. Like I could not even put sugar. Like I had to use seasoning with no sugar in it. Like I didn't realize oh, wow. the negative effects of having too much sugar and processed sugar in my body. It freaked me out. So you are so on point. And you said just give it up for three days and you'll be amazed at where you are. I, yeah. I, I did it 
and I lost, I think, about four and a half pounds in a couple of days because I gave yeah. up sugars and, 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 and the carbs. So you're you're spot on. So now now let's move to this, okay? You, you're you're 30 days. You're you know you're a couple weeks in. The pounds are shedding off. Had you exercised at that point, or this was just yes. giving up things was, that you knew you should not eat? Well, in, besides the, uh, the 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 change in diet with the less sugar and more salads and more legumes, more fiber, I would run, you know, maybe a block, block and a half. It probably took me eight minutes to get to and back from wherever I would run to, just to get my heart rate up a little bit. And I would do a few push-ups and a few crunches, maybe 20 of each if I could, if I could get that far. And I did that maybe twice a week if I could, three times a week if, if uh, on a really good week. But most of the time it was about maybe twice a week. And the, the entire workout took maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. And, uh, so and from, it doesn't from even that, take, you know. It's, so it wasn't well, yeah, no, I mean, you, 70% diet, really. Yeah, I lost a 70% diet. It's only about 30%, you know, working out and and, uh, and physical activity. Because if you're eating sugar and you're eating the wrong things and you do 200 crunches a day, you're not going to get six-pack abs no matter how many crunches a day you do if you're not eating the right stuff. You just won't. It won't work. But the other way, you could not do crunches and only eat certain foods and you'll start to see shed pounds shed away and abs start to come through. And, you know, basically what I was doing was I was juicing and I put together different juices that, you know, would complement weight loss and complement fiber. And, and those juices ultimately became the juice cleanses that Juice Hugger uh, sells today uh, with, the, with the inclusion of, you know, a few other products, a few other recipes. But our juice cleanses stemmed from, you know, me doing that. Uh, and it, it's helped significantly and is helping people now. Well, I, I've read, and, and this is so unscientific, so that's why you're the expert here. I've read that by juicing, you can get so many of the vitamins and nutrients that your body needs from from juicing. How does that work? Because I have no clue. I just, to me, it makes no sense. Like, I'm just a regular Joe consumer who knows she needs to lose weight. I'm like, well, what is putting carrots or green, like, how do I get benefit from that? So I'm hoping you can just enlighten me a little bit and enlighten my listeners. What? How do you get the nutrients from the vegetables or fruits or whatever you're juicing into your body? Like, how does that process work? Well, just about anything in liquid form that you consume into your body is absorbed faster than anything else because it doesn't have to be uh, digested, broken down uh, as much as, say, you know, uh, solid solid food or plant matter. Uh, you know, like let's say you take a bunch of kale and you chew it up. You're only going to digest a certain amount of it just plain raw. You have to either steam it to release the nutrients or juice it to break everything down so that your body can easily digest it. So once you take in uh, nutrients in liquid form, the body, it's ready to be accepted because it's basically digested already. It is liquid. The body is, you know, uh, 90 or so percent liquid. So now, now it's a match made in heaven. It just absorbs it. Uh, so when you put things in liquid form, like we've heard this for years, like Jack LaLanne and, you know, the Juice Man. And, you know, I was just a little kid watching Jack LaLanne on TV do push-ups in his, you know, his red blanket sleeper, you know, and pull cars yeah, and stuff. Right? And I was like, wow, this this is crazy. Like, what is he doing? And he was just always talking about juicing, juicing, juicing. And he just, he couldn't even talk slow. His energy was just crazy. And I never really paid it any mind until I wanted to lose weight. And I thought back to just, you know, what I know and what I've been exposed to. And I was like, man, let me pull out the juicer and start making some juice, pull out the blender and start doing some smoothies. And I started to feel that energy that he used to talk about. And I was like, wow, I, 
you know, I had like a V8 moment. I slapped my forehead and was like, what have I been doing all the time? Why, why haven't I been juicing and getting these minerals and nutrients into my body in a way that's easy for me instead of having to chew up a whole bunch of salad all the time? Because a lot of times we don't have time to cut it up and prep it, nor do we want to sit there and chew so much because we're used to, we're accustomed to soft, savory, comfortable foods. We're not used to doing yeah. all of that crunching and chewing. And, you know, it's just an easy way, you know, to get uh, those nutrients into your body by having them in liquid form. They just absorb really quickly. I had the pleasure of meeting Jack Lane before he passed on, and I am pretty tall, and he is not. And, th- yeah. and he walked right up to me and started punching me in my gut. This is the God's <laughs> honest truth. I swear to you. He walked up to me as if he was punching like a heavy bag, and he started yeah. punching me right in my gut. And his wife oh, was no. like, oh, stop it. Leave the girl alone. I was, so, oh, no. I was so happy to meet him, but I was so embarrassed. And he went oh, no. on to tell me, this is, I swear, this is the truth. And he went on to tell me, I can help you get rid of that. You need to juice. You need to. And that was my real first. You know, because you see the, the infomercials and you you dismiss them. But I had, you know, with you speaking of Jacqueline, I had the most amazing and wonderful conversation with him. It wasn't enough to get me started because it just seemed too foreign to me to grasp. Because at this point, we've yeah. been eating garbage and eating the same way all of our lives. Well, and so... Yeah. Even him walking up to me and literally doing a punching bag with my stomach wasn't enough. But even now that I know you and you're a real person, somebody that I can see, somebody who's not on an infomercial, it has piqued my interest. Someone like me who's never done this before, where do we start? What What is our first step? Do we have to, you know, get our mind right or is it something that we can just do do we have to write a journal? How do we? How does a normal person get started? Now, that is a great idea, and, and that's one of the things <clears throat> that I usually suggest to friends that want to make a change is that they do write a journal, that they do pay more attention to what it is that they're putting into their body and make a list of it so they can look back and get a snapshot of what they've been doing because food is just not intimate anymore. You know, uh, we, we don't really read labels anymore. We don't know what we're putting in our body. I mean, you won't have a one-night stand with someone at the club, but if you go to a potluck, or, you know, some sort of a baby shower or something, and there's a table full of food at like a barbecue, you grab a plate and you start filling it up with food. You don't know where it came from, how many calories are in it, what they cooked it with, who made it, what the conditions were under which it was made. You have no idea. But we load up and we eat. Food is just not intimate anymore. We treat, you know, relationships differently than we treat things that are going to have an immediate effect on our body, which we put in our mouths ourselves. And, you know, it should sound like a huge risk putting something in your mouth that you don't know where it came from. But it, it, but it should sound that way, but it doesn't. It doesn't sound like risky business, and it's extremely risky. So a journal is a great idea, uh, for one. Uh, two, increase your water intake and, and, and increase the quality of the water that you drink. If you can find water that's slightly alkaline or alkaline water, which we do have here and which we use for you know, all of our products, um, that helps also hydrate the body at a quicker rate than a lot of the water that could be you know, uh, either acidic or neutral, like Poland Springs, like these waters, these are kind of, you know, neutral quality waters. Fiji water, I don't like to really promote because, you know, their practices aren't the best, but that's the, an example of a water that is uh, slightly alkaline. Anything above seven, which is neutral, pH is considered okay. alkaline. And that's kind of what you want for your body because it just moves the oxygen around the body faster. So more water, uh, you know, really take pay attention to what you eat possibly write a journal so you can have a snapshot of what you're eating. 
and just try to incorporate more things that have uh, a shelf life less than five days. That's a good rule of thumb, which means fruits and vegetables. Really? If they can't last for more than five days, it's probably the best thing for you to put in your body. Um, and, uh, you know, try to lay back on the processed foods, lay back on the carbs, lay back on the bananas. Myself, I was addicted to sugar. My way off of it was to switch to fruit sugar, which, you know, helps uh, the fruit sugar with the fiber because it, it digests slower, it goes through your body slower, and kind of gets you off of the processed sugar, which is highly addictive. So I ate bananas. And I would, whenever I felt like I wanted some cake, because that's me, soft bread, cakes, cookies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that kind of stuff for me. Me too. So, I mean, you, you see me, there's cookies out on a thing, and I'm like, I shouldn't have one, but I'll have one, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so for me, it's, you know, bananas, oranges, you know, sweet fruits, whenever I get the craving. And eventually, if you could go three days of doing that, you'll kind of get a lot of it out of your system. And if you can last a month, you can you can completely clear all refined sugar out of your system in 30 days, and you'll feel a calm, and you'll be slim, and you'll be energetic. And if you have sugar, you'll spaz out because your body you know, your body will be like, I'm not used to that anymore, and that's too much for me. Um, so just weaning your way, wow. weaning your way, small changes here and there, replacements, replace you know mayonnaise with uh, veganaise or veganaise, uh, which whichever way it's pronounced, replace you know, uh, soda with seltzer water and fruit juice, you know, um, replace, replace, replace. Because we didn't get this way, you know, overnight. We learned gradually how to eat the way that we eat. And we have to gradually reverse it and change it and not let culture be the thing that dictates what we do. Because a lot of people say, oh, I do it that way because we've always done it that way. That doesn't mean that it's right. Uh, It just means that that's what we've always done. I mean, I could you go on and are, on. I know our time is limited. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't stop, but you are spot on. I want to touch on something about the culture piece that you just touched on. Just this morning, I take the cycling classes, you know, on the bikes at the gym. So this morning, yep. I took my cycling class, and after, you know, it was over, you know, you chit-chat a little bit, and you get your coffee and start your day. And we just started talking about portion control, things like that, blah, blah, blah. So I shared that last Christmas, you know, with, you know, you're at your family gathering, I got an appetizer plate. And my family, I was the ridicule. Girl, you know you better go get some more. What you got that little plate for? Girl, you better. Uh-huh. My cooking ain't good enough for you. I was, and I said, I swear, this. and you know me, like, outside of the radio. I am not a, a, a harsh, aggressive person. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Thank you. This is enough. Great. Thank you. And then I tried to walk away. Girl, you better get back over here. And I was like, no, I'm good. You know, stop playing with me. And I was so freaking embarrassed that it was almost, I almost insulted everybody that I did not want a uh, platter. (laughs) I didn't want a serving dish (laughs) size, not even a plate. I'm not even talking a plate. I did not want a serving dish amount of food that was then packed four inches high. And this is no disrespect to my family who is probably listening to the show right now because y'all know I love you. But speaking of culture, it was frowned upon that I literally got an appetizer-sized plate, and and I was fine with that. And I I never thought I would feel peer pressure, and I actually did. I was like, this is Mm -hmm. insane that I'm I'm being ridiculed at a a holiday family function because I don't want to overeat. Damn it, I want to live. Right. Right. I I may not be perfect, but I want to live. 
a lot of times, you know, uh, you know, we we uh, we want to uh, feel inclusive and don't want to be one of the only ones or a, the only group of folks that are consuming a little more than we probably should be. But if it's a you know a festive occasion, that's usually the justification for it. And you know, and sometimes uh, a little discipline might be frowned on because, you know, we may feel as though, man, I should be doing that. I don't have the willpower to do that right now, and I don't need to see anybody <laughs> doing what I can't do right this second in front of me. And, you know, it, that could be uh, encouragement to say, you know, hey, join in with, with what we're doing here. We're not doing this all the time. We're not saying you should do this all the time. But today, you better fill up that plate, you know, and uh, and it, it's and it's there's there's no harm meant in it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, at the same time, it's it's really about decisions and a lot of those decisions aren't made until we're pushed to, you know, um, and, and that, right. sometimes that could be the bad part of it. You know? Well, I, I know for me, when I when I started getting, when I, not getting, when I turned 40, I was like, okay, we got a problem. Like, this is not a good look. And, you know, at the, t- at the top of the show, you know, it was you um, coming out of the shower naked, and you said those pictures are on your website, so I do love you dearly, but I'm going to tr- go to your website. <laughs> What's your website so I can put it in the chat room and everybody uh, can a, see it? It's www.juicehugger.com. So it's like tree hugger but juice because we, we really love what we do. Uh, we, we love juicing beverages. And we actually have a tasting tomorrow here at uh, 85 Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn. Uh, from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., so that's uh, Saturday the 22nd, tomorrow. And, you know, we'll have some of our, our, uh, our raw food items out there. We do gluten-free, like, breadsticks and uh, coconut macaroons and smart food cookies and apple pies and salsas and hummuses, uh, you know, and you know, our, our entire juice line, which includes juicy greens and, our, you know, our goji green tea, which is kind of like our five-hour energy, our natural five-hour energy drink. So, you know, we're going to be kind of doing it up on Saturday tomorrow and, you know, celebrating health here in front of the store. So, and you're welcome. Everybody's welcome to come down if they're in the area. If you're in the New York City area, uh, you know, this is taking place. This show is being recorded uh, on June 21st, 2013, um, because we yeah. do have a large following that listens to the, the show as a podcast after it's live. So we yeah. want to make sure that they don't listen to it in, like, June of 2014 <laughs> and they show up at your store. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to make sure that, um, you know, everybody, please check it out. I want to touch on this that you just mentioned. You mentioned gluten-free and you mentioned something else that you guys have, the raw food. What is the uh-huh. significance of the raw food and the and the gluten-free? Well, raw food is made in a dehydrator for the most part. A lot of the, the uh, snack foods that we make, we dehydrate them at a really low temperature so they're not cooked. The nutrients are not cooked out. If anything, the moisture is just basically removed from the food and leaving all the nutrients intact. So it would seem like a cookie or a cooked beverage or a baked beverage, but it hasn't been baked at all. It's really just been dehydrated. And that way you're able to retain all of the nutrients uh, in the food, the fiber, the proteins, without cooking anything out, um, therefore making it a kind of a healthier snack option. We don't use sugar. We use a little bit of raw agave just for a slight sweetness, and it's absorbed slower. So it's safe within in reason for uh, type 2 diabetics and doesn't cause hyperactivity in children because it's you know uh, a little bit slower. So it makes it a, a healthier snack. Um, and the gluten-free is for people who have maybe celiac disease or have an, uh, a wheat or gluten allergy um, and mm-hmm. enjoy things like breadsticks or cookies or baked goods. Uh, so 
So we try to have some things there for them, too, because those are things you can easily come in and grab up. And for me, myself, I, I try to stay, uh, you know, clear of a, a lot of flour. I'm not a big, a big on flour anymore, really, because it's kind of one mm-hmm. of the reasons I, I keep the weight off. And gluten-free options, you know, really help me, too. Because, you know, like I said, I love cookies, cake, baked goods, soft, baked-type items, um, and things like that help me out without having to consume the flour as much, you know, so... I had never heard of gluten free uh as a kid growing up. And, you know, as we as we age and as time just progresses, you know, technology and re- and the world is just going faster. Has gluten free foods have have gluten free foods always been around or is this something new? No, they haven't always been around and that's what's funny about it. Gluten free foods were you know, they were there. If someone had a gluten allergy, there was something that they would recommend for you to eat that was quote unquote gluten free, but it wasn't labeled or packaged. It wasn't an industry per se for gluten free the way it is now. I mean, if there were, it was very far and few that you found products that were specifically gluten free. But you know, in my opinion, I'm not a doctor or, or anything, but it's, it would seem to me that over the years we've increased the amount of flour and gluten and wheat that we've intake and I think the body is just telling us, you know, we don't we can't process that much wheat. It gets trapped in the lining of your intestines and you need colonics and you need to do colon cleansing and all of this stuff in order to mm-hmm. get that gunk that, that build up out of our intestines. So too much of this flour and this processed wheat wheat products are not good for us. So people have developed uh, you know, something that they call a disease, which is basically just the body rejecting something that it you know, is not an appropriate condition for it. And I think that now, now it's a whole industry where it's like, oh, you've, you know, you've developed this disease or you have this, um, this disease, here are food options for you. So it's an entire industry um, of food now, which is a good thing because I really think that for people who, I don't have a gluten allergy, but I love gluten-free stuff because it keeps me away from so much flour, processed flour. And, uh, you know, Mm. between that and whole grain foods, it's really good, easy to, to, to stay healthy. You just have to change your palate. And um, it's easy to do. You have to try. Well, I, you just touched on palate. Mm-hmm. We want to we only consume things that taste yummy. I'm, I'm, I'm yes. thinking. Well, not I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. No, that's me. Um, if, it does, if it tastes some kind of way, you know, everything with us is some kind of way. If something tastes some kind of way, I don't want it. You know, right. I, I love Brussels sprouts. And when I started mm-hmm. to get healthier, I couldn't. I decided you have to make a decision. I decided to not load my Brussels sprouts with butter, salt, and pepper, and right. I use like this butter something. I don't know, but it's just I would give it one spray. That's it. No mm-hmm. salt, yeah. no pepper. And I was like, these are the most disgusting things I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> but, but because I decided that I needed to better my body. I pressed on. Now I can't even fathom putting all that stuff on top of my Brussels sprouts. But it, yes, but you because really you changed your palate. We are highly adaptable. Exactly. Yep. 
my mom, it is there. I grew up in Greenwich Village in the city, and there was this store. I grew up right on Bleecker Street. So for all of you people who are familiar with the village, there's a place like Pojan Rouge or something at 158 Bleecker. I grew up at 150 Bleecker right upstairs. But next to our building, there was a store called Gillies. And Gillies was like a health food store, nutrition store, whatever it was. And I remember for my ninth birthday party, my mother bought sugar-free lollipops. And I thought I was going to die. I was like, Mom, you're just, like, destroying me. Nobody's going to be my friend. Nobody's going to talk to me. Can't you just go to the grocery store and buy regular lollipops? You have to buy lollipops with no sugar. And I laugh now because now I'm in my 40s, and I can go either way with sugar. Like, the Mm -hmm. worst I do is probably put a eighth of a drop in my coffee, but my mother never trained my palate for sugar. So I Mm. you, you... there is a retraining that has to take place, you know, and for me it was sugar. So I just wanted to say thank you for coming on and and demystifying gluten foods, raw foods, juicing. Thank you so much for, for, for coming on and sharing your knowledge so willingly and freely. Plus, I want to support your business. Everybody, please support Juice Hugger and Carl and his partner because we need to support businesses, and it also is going to better your health. Carl, give everybody your address in Brooklyn and your website and your phone number so they can get in touch with you. Sure. It's uh, 85 Rogers Avenue in Brooklyn. Uh, that's Rogers Avenue between Prospect and St. Mark's. And uh, where you can check us at juicehugger.com. And our phone number is uh, 917-310-HUGS. That's 917-310-4847. And when you come in, you'll probably be greeted by either myself or my partner, Kelly Kilo. Uh, and, you know, we, we pretty much, uh, you know, uh, welcome anyone to come in if they want to talk about, you know, healthy food items or any kind of options that we have, even things that we may not have that, you know, uh, could be made as you know, suggestions. We will do what we can to try and help people, you know, um, live happier and healthier lifestyles within the urban community. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks, Carl. Tell Kelly I said hello. She is a doll. Yes, I will. Uh, when I was tasting your product, tell Kelly I said hello. And, again, thanks so much for joining us today, everybody. Your health is all you have, and it's really, really important that you take care of your body. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you soon.